I love to network with folks and get to know as many people as I can out there, um, whether they're in the, the senior industry or not. Um, and, and that goes back to wanting to just being passionate and wanting to talk about what we do. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and this is the Serving Senior Podcast. This is the podcast where we highlight those professionals and those individuals that are helping seniors not just get by, not just survive, but thrive in their retirement. And today, this is no exception. We have a very special person with us, Miss Mary Ross Tarkington. She's here to share with us how she helps seniors and how she helps focus really on veteran seniors and what she does for them and her business is to help them get the benefits that they need and the benefits they deserve for serving our country. That's what she does now. But to give a little background on her and what she's done in the past is she is a national certified counselor and she's been doing that for many years, counseling seniors all about the senior living industry, memory programs. She's even worked in community relations director uh, for an organization. She loves to volunteer. She volunteers with Alzheimer's Association, Alzheimer's Tennessee, and if you haven't seen her entertain, you're in for a real treat. Um, she's an entertainer uh, as well, so I'll let you let her share that with you. And her title is the National Director of Client Relations for the Elder Veterans Legal Aid Group. So, without further ado, uh, Miss Mary Ross Tarkington. Mary, thank you so much for visiting with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for asking me and having me here today, Matt. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. And someone with that much of an accomplished intro, I'm going to do my best not to talk that long and let you take the floor <laughs> and share with us how you help people and what you do. But before you do that, if that's okay, maybe share with us a little background on uh, bring us up to speed, how you got to where you are today, maybe some of the jobs you've had in the past and how you developed a uh, heart for serving seniors. Absolutely. Um, so I have always had a wonderful relationship with um, my grandmother before she passed and uh, the older folks in my family and just in our neighbors. And I've always enjoyed meeting and talking with people uh, especially the older generation. And that goes back to when I was a child. And um, I knew at an early age that I wanted to help people. By the time I was in uh, seventh grade, I actually knew that I wanted to be a counselor just so that I can be able to help folks however I could. And so I continued with that path. Um, and then I was a counselor for many years. And thankfully, I was able to find a position working with seniors and absolutely loved it. I love, uh, I did counseling in the homes for seniors who were homebound and unable to access counseling services outside of the home. So that was a really wonderful experience. And then I uh, eventually got into the senior living industry where I helped with memory program coordinator, um, and then got into the sales side. My background as a child is, um, I'm an army brat. So my dad mm -hmm. and my stepdad both were in the army and special forces. And so 
I'm all about supporting our veterans. And as I was in the senior industry, uh, as a, a, a salesperson, I learned about this firm, Elder Veterans Legal Aid Group, had a wonderful experience. Um, unfortunately, I learned the hard way who not to refer to and mm. had some issues. Yeah. Um, and this is something that you probably want me to talk about a little bit later. But uh, then I learned quickly who to refer to, and that's this group with the Elder Veterans Legal Aid Group. Um, and so when I got the opportunity to come and work with them, just started looking for who's uh, the managing director here, and I've known him for years, and so I called him up and I said, hey, I, I heard you're looking for somebody. I want to come work for you. And so then we just took it from there, and uh, here I am, a little, five and a half, almost six years later, and I absolutely love what we do. I love what we stand for. I love how we help veterans and families every day. Wow. That's great. Well, we uh, we got connected through you from one of our previous guests, Christopher McClintock, and he couldn't uh, speak highly enough about you and how you've helped his clients and what you've done. So keep up the great work. Um, that's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, maybe um, maybe share with the audience um, like some of your superpowers, maybe some of the qualities that you have that really helped you gravitate towards seniors and some of the things that you do to help so people can kind of put some some ideas on on uh, what you could do to help them or help their patients and clients in the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I think it goes back. It, it starts with our team, um, the team we have at Elder Veterans Legal Aid Group. Uh, uh, Glenn Osborne, as I mentioned, he is uh, absolutely wonderful. The, the most intelligent person I've ever known. He mm. knows everything about everything and he's fabulous, but he, uh, along with the other team members have taught me everything I know about uh, veterans benefits. And, um, uh, but it starts with individually with our hearts and, and that we just have a serving heart and, and we want to serve and help those. Uh, that's why we keep our firm as zero net profit. So we're actually a zero net profit law firm. We're not a nonprofit, so we don't take donations. But we keep it zero net profit because we just want to keep our lights on. And so, uh, you know, we just try to keep our costs low so that we can help as many families as we can. And, um, you know, the, just the knowledge base the the least amount of time our paralegals have had as far as experience is concerned is 10 years. Mm. So our folks have been doing this for a really, really long time. They know the system. They've learned all the changes because things are constantly changing with the VA. Um, so they just know everything and that they need to know and, and are able to help and give some great advice. And we talk about uh, what's available, and we're able to educate about how they can be eligible for the benefits. And um, so education is, is huge. That's the most important thing. And we just want to be able to educate as many folks as possible. Uh, that's part of my job is the education. I do presentations about uh, the benefits and talking about the criteria. And uh, I, I do a lot of education every day with what I do. Mm, that's great. That's really awesome. And, and that says a lot about you because 
you know, we know that the average time frame of, of an employee at an employer is way less than 10 years, right? If you see double digits, you're lucky. So mm-hmm. we've, you know, as you know, you can't treat your customers and clients one way and your employees a different way, right? So can't be incongruent. Right. And that says a lot that people are sticking with you that long because you're doing a great thing and you treat people the right way. And that translates to your mm-hmm. uh, clients, which are the, the, the veterans that you serve. So keep up the great work. Um, that's awesome. Thank that is that's great to hear. Well, it sounds like you do a great job with veterans. Maybe share with us what you do in the community. Is there orga- other organizations you help, or I think you mentioned in your bio some of the uh, some of the organizations you like to donate your time to? Absolutely. So um, I love to network with folks and get to know as many people as I can out there, um, whether they're in the, the senior industry or not. Um, and, and that goes back to wanting to just being passionate and wanting to talk about what we do, but then also giving back. So um, I do uh, volunteer for the Alzheimer's Tennessee and the Alzheimer's Association. Uh, I do both of those. I'm actually on a, um, it's called the TAMAC. Uh, council um, with Alzheimer's Association and what we do is try to educate as many veterans and veteran families as we can about dementia. Um, and then I'm also on the uh, the committee for the Alzheimer's Tennessee Walk in uh, the Middle Tennessee Walk, which happens in Franklin. And so that we've already set the date for next year. Um, so we get to do that and trying to raise money for Alzheimer's Tennessee. Um, I, I help with Alzheimer's Association as well, The Longest Day. So I do both programs, both groups, which are fabulous. And just getting the word out about Alzheimer's. My mother-in-law had Alzheimer's, so um, that's near and dear to my family's heart as well. Um, but uh, I also volunteer with singing as well. So my husband is a full-time musician. Not sure if you guys have heard of him, Billy Tarkington, Um, but he sings around a lot of different senior communities. And then we also have a full band. I sing with him. Uh, We do a duo and then we have a full band that we sing on the weekends. This past weekend, we were actually singing at the Bedford County Health Fair um, in Shelbyville. So we got to do that. And then our band actually sings for the Alzheimer's Tennessee Walk in Franklin. So we're, okay. we did that this year earlier, and then we're already on the books for next year. So oh, uh, nice. April 20th. Yes. So we'll be doing that. And um, the great thing about our band, great group of guys, they understand the, the need. They understand what this is for. And our guys donate their time uh, for the Alzheimer's Association, or excuse me, Alzheimer's Tennessee Walk. And um, so you know, that's, that's a big thing for, for anybody to do, but they, they're jumping on board as well. So, um, got a great group of guys and we love to do what we do. Wow. That's awesome. That's, that's a, that's a lot of free time you take up with that kind of stuff, but it sounds like you enjoy it. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of free time. (laughs) So I have some, but because I, I also have my, my son who is still at home, so he plays sports. So okay. uh, my, I, I don't have very much free time at all. But um, yeah, we we enjoy what we do. Uh, we stay busy with music and then also with work. So, you know, we're just always out and about doing something. That's great. Well, I think you said you sing with Billy, but I've heard it described as Billy is lucky to sing with you <laughs> is how I've heard it described. So that's uh, <laughs> that sounds like a great group. I look forward to seeing you we- guys at the next walk. 
Absolutely. Well, Billy and I actually have the same respect for each other that um, I would much rather sing behind him and he would much rather sing behind me. So, you know, we we feel the same about each other. So that's what makes it work. That's awesome. Uh, No diva there, huh? Neither one of you. No, and even better, you know, we get to sing with, um, you know, with each other and being spouses, you know, being married, it just makes it even more special. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My spouse and I sang together. They're the only, only thing would be uh broken eardrums with all that. Would be, we would, there'd be less love in the room. So I'm glad that you guys um, can sing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Well, thanks for sharing all that. Maybe share with the audience, um, maybe like an example or awesome story, maybe just so they could, you know, envision who to be on the lookout for you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a story where you got introduced to someone, things weren't going well, you were able to work with them and they came out the other side would be great to hear. Yeah, absolutely. We have those stories. Yeah, we we have those stories every day, honestly. Um, so basically any veteran or surviving spouse, because it's not this benefits, not just for veterans, but veterans or surviving spouses okay. that need care whether it's in-home or residential care. So including independent living, assisted living, memory care, or out-of-pocket nursing home. Nice. If they are paying for care, they need the care. There is a benefit available to help them. We have to talk to everyone to go over what criteria are and to see if we can potentially help them if they are potentially eligible for the benefit or not. Uh, if they are not, we educate them as to why, but then we also look at the big picture to see if there is anything else that we can recommend for them. So any other services or any other routes that they need to take to be able to get the help that they need. So we don't just stop at the VA benefit. So we look at everything that's available for them and what they might be eligible for. And that's, that's, um, very important because some families were not able to help. If I didn't talk to them about other options that they have, then then they wouldn't know about other resources that might be able to help them. So the, the bottom line is being able to help them to get the care that they need. Um, but so we start there and then just um, if they want to move forward, then of course, you know, we're happy to do that. Uh, but the other thing is just looking at, at some cases that maybe Someone else gave them some wrong information and then they came our way and we were able to help them. One in particular actually happened when I was in a sales position at a community versus working with the firm already, um, which really helped me to learn a lot. So um, at the time, uh, it was prior to 2018, which the rules changed in 2018. There were a few things that were added and the asset information is concerned. And prior to that, to that, um, someone could, you know, transfer funds or, or try to do things with their money or, you know, there were some different things going on. A lot of people uh, were having them to transfer funds so that they can help them with VA benefits and all. And there was a family that uh, I was working with that had gone through one of these folks and they told them um, they had to sell their home. They had to transfer their funds and put them in different accounts and all of that. And they really didn't have to, and they ended up being denied um, Mm -hmm. for VA benefits. Well, 
then at that point, I referred them to this firm and um, they were able to be helped and get the benefit within two months. So, you know, success stories like that. Uh, but we talk to people every day. And, and I talked to someone earlier today, actually, that they had gotten a lot of confusing information because there's a lot of bad information about out there. You know, a lot of people just kind of assume things or they hear, you know, so many different things. They don't know exactly what is correct. And so um, that's why the education is so important. But uh, they were told that they were denied or excuse me, that they weren't eligible and they would be denied and found out that I went through everything with them and they were given wrong information. And so we we're able to help them. Um, and that happens every single day. So just making sure that no matter who you have, um, uh, just refer them our way. Let us talk to them just for a few minutes. It only takes about 10 to 15 minutes for a phone call and that's it. And at the end of that phone call, we're able to let them know everything they need to know. And if they're potentially eligible or not, if we would be able to help them or if they need to look at other options. So, um, Awesome. I have 15 minutes. I can talk to somebody to find mm. out about that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And and does it start with if they served in the armed forces? Is that kind of the question number one? Yeah. So they had to serve at least 90 days of federal active duty. And just one of those days had to be during the qualified period. And so even if someone were in the National Guard or reserves, if they were called up for federal active duty for at least 90 days, and it's active duty other than training, for at least 90 days, just one of those days had to be during a qualified period, which you have the World War II time period, Korea conflict, the, and then you have uh, Vietnam. There are actually two parts to Vietnam. Um, the first part of Vietnam you actually had to be in country, but then the second part, you could have been anywhere in the world and it didn't matter. But then of course you have the Persian Gulf as well. So um, we can go over all of those dates. And uh, if someone doesn't have their discharge papers, we can help them order them. There's no fee for that at all. So there's no research fee or anything we can, that's just part of what we do. So we order the discharge papers if necessary, or at least give them options of ways they might be able to find it themselves. Um, so, you know, it just takes a few minutes to, to talk with us about that. That's great. That's, and that's what Christopher was saying about how you serve folks and how it would be great to have you on here because that's, I mean, that's the way we, we work. You know, we do mm -hmm. similar strategies, but we look at the equity side of the home equity of what the people own in their home. And just like you mentioned, you look at different solutions. If they, this one doesn't fit, we move on to this one and look at same way with us. You know, we usually offer three to four equity solutions that could possibly help them get the care they deserve and it doesn't compete with what you do. What we do is we would, a lot of times people, what some, a service like yours could get may not give them all the hours they need. And that's where mm -hmm. we could, that's where we could come in to show them some other quote unquote buckets of money that they could look at using to fill those gaps. Cause the last thing we want is someone needing 24 seven care. They're only getting a few hours a day. You're safe for a few right. hours, but you know, you you've earned it. You deserve it. Uh, maybe there's options available. Unfortunately um, you fall and you get hurt when there's no one there, when you could have afforded it, you just didn't know you could afford it. And that's the great thing about what you guys do. And, and what we do is show people, Hey, you can afford it. There's other mm -hmm. options out there. Absolutely. There are so many people that if they didn't have 
the VA benefits, they would not be able to afford the care. And yeah. it, in, in some situations, it can be life or death. Um, and so because if they if they're not getting the care that they need, then, you know, they're going to fall between the cracks and, you know, the lifespan may not be as long. Um, the quality of life may not be as well. And so at least checking into the opportunity, um, the option of being able to, to get the benefit. There are so many people that that need it and don't know about it. So um, just being able to talk about that to see if it's something that can help them to be able to get that care. Mm, yeah, that's pretty cool. Especially, I'm sure you love it when, uh, I'm sure you hate it when you hear someone got denied, but then when you're able to turn that that no into a yes, uh, yes. That's probably a great feeling. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It it hurts us um, when there's someone that doesn't qualify that we can't help. Um, but for those that we, I mean, we, we help a, a lot of people. So, you know, of course, that's that makes us feel really good. But especially those who have been denied because of whatever reason. And then we're able to turn that into. Hmm. That's great. Well, maybe share, um, maybe share with the audience, uh, a couple of resources that you recommend either that you guys have, or maybe even, um, other parties or websites, et cetera, that you introduce to people just so they can get more information about services out there. They may not know about. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, let me just give our contact information. So, um, Elder Veterans Legal Aid Group. Uh, our phone number is 800-878-2149. That's 800-878-2149. And we are actually based in Nashville, but we can help anybody anywhere. So it does not matter where you are. We have clients in every state. So wherever you are, please give us a call. Like I said, it's just a few minutes. And uh, anyone that answers the phone will be able to help you. Uh, we do not have a receptionist. Uh, the paralegals are the ones that answer the phones. So it doesn't matter who you talk to. We're, we're all able to help. Uh, if you want to go to our website, that is www.evlag.com. So evlag.com. Uh, you can check our website out and everything's on there that you need to know as well. Um, but then other resources that we talk about, uh, number one is uh, we have been in the past, we have helped with service-connected disability compensation. And those are for, uh, for veterans who um, were injured or have an illness associated with their military service. There are some of those cases that we still, um, we still take on, but we can't take them all. And so if those are cases that we can't do, then we do refer them out to either the uh, VSO, which is the Veteran Services Officer, which is every county, most counties have those, um, or to the DAV, which is the uh, Disabled American Veterans. Um, then there's, uh, we can do the DIC claim. So for the spouses of veterans who were, um, uh, on, have a service connected disability, but, um, for the veterans themselves, we may or may not be able to take the case. So you can call us and we can talk to you about that. Other things that we do is look at the situation as a whole, because we have to know the financial situation as well. That's part of the criteria. 
So based on that information and kind of what their care needs are, we may possibly recommend that you look into Medicaid services. And so we'll let you know about that as well. Um, then there's another program called Community Care through the VA, and that is on the healthcare side. That is not a program that we help with, but uh, we can talk about if that's an option and look at what you need to do. Um, to get the VA benefit that we do help with, a veteran does not have to be registered with the VA, uh, with hmm. a doctor, but the community okay. care program, you have to be registered with a doctor. So we talk about those things. Um, but, you know, it, the, it's best to just call and talk and ask your questions and let us ask questions and find out the big picture. And then we'll know from there what needs to happen. Okay. That's awesome. Well, I got a I got a bonus question for you, and you can pick which one you answer. Either one is okay. a, a little known fact that nobody, most people, don't know about you, or two, a bucket list vacation that you want to take in the future. You can pick one of the two. Okay, so the bucket list vacation. My husband and I both would love to go to um, the Northwest and visit Montana, the Dakotas, Wyoming, oh, Utah, nice. you know, all of those states over there, Idaho, you know, everywhere. Um, so Yellowstone, that's something that we have not been able to do. And we, my husband has driven through it, but hasn't okay. actually visited there. So, um, and I've never been there. So that's, that's a bucket list vacation. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I bet those, those folks out there might like your singing. So I bet there's a way to finance your trip by working your way, working your way through the West. Probably you'd probably make money on that trip. I bet. <laughs> that's a great idea. We would love to do that. It's just a matter of finding the time and being able to take off work. Yeah. <laughs> That makes yeah. sense. Well, maybe maybe in today's world, they, we've figured out how we can uh, do some virtual work so you guys could work on the road and have the vacation yeah. at night and work during the day. Yeah, I'm going to have to make sure that my boss hears this <laughs> and sees this podcast. There you go. Uh, hold on. Vacation approved. It's done. done deal. Right. Oh, that's that's awesome. Well, that's a great that's a great background. Anything I didn't ask you? that I should have asked you or anything people should know? Um, no, the biggest thing is just, um, you know, giving us a call. You know, like I said, it only takes about 15, 10 to 15 minutes and we can let you know everything you need to know. And we'll be able to let you know if you're potentially eligible, if we can help you or if we need to make recommendations for something else. Um, even if this is a big thing. Okay. So even if you have been denied in the past, call us because mm. rules have changed. If it was, you know, five years ago or whatever, please call us because the things are different and it's always possible. You could have been given some information that wasn't necessarily um, correct. Um, so, you know, like I said, we had another one that I was actually just talking to earlier that um they weren't given the whole information, every, all the information they needed to know and they were denied. And so then I explained to them why they were denied and what happened and what needs to happen. And so now they know what they can do. So, you know, just call us, let us know. We'll be glad to, to let you know everything you need to know 
and explain how it all works. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing um, your stories with us and your contact information. And I can tell you have a heart for helping people. And hopefully this reaches a lot of people that you can help. Yes, me too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so well, much for having me today. You're so very welcome. Yeah, thanks for being here. And uh, thank you guys for visiting um, the Serving Senior Podcast, where we focus on those professionals that are helping seniors not just survive, but thrive in their retirement. And similar to what Mary Ross talked about is what we focus on in our business is helping seniors as well. Because if you've looked at things like equity solutions in the past, and you may have either A, got denied, or number two is you may not have understood it because I believe, like she said earlier, her programs have changed and our programs have as well. So we work specifically with a federally insured program called a HECM, which is a home equity conversion mortgage. And it gives seniors access to the equity in their home. So that way they can use their house to stay in their house. It's a novel concept. Uh, it's simple. Um, it's very, very simple. They can use their house to stay in their house. And what's changed is seniors still own their home and they can sell whenever. And if they pass away, something happens, their kids inherit their home and inherit all the equity. So if you'd like to learn more about how we could use your house to stay in your house, please reach out to me. My number is behind us and we're always here to help. So thanks again. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors, and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement don't just get by in retirement we want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement so if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks depending on the state they're either 55 or 62 and older to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want as long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about or maybe they thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.